You are listening to Latina Work in Progress. In this episode, I share my story about how I was diagnosed with a chronic illness, ulcerative colitis, and how that basically made me end up in an ER. Honestly, I'm so healthy now and I'm so thankful for my health. If you or anyone you know has any digestive issues, chronic illnesses, you see IBS, Crohn's, anything like that, I'm here to let you know that it does get better and it is not always as scary as it seems. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode and don't forget to follow at Latino Work in Progress on Instagram and as well as whatever platform you're listening on. my goodness um i was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis about three years ago around this time so that's why i've just been reflecting on it and just remembering how it was when i was first diagnosed which is such a story and the reason i wanted to make this episode was because i want to not only share my experience for people that may be may have been recently diagnosed since it is more popular in you know the youth Um, But I also want to share and like expose it and make um, like bring it more to light just because I feel like it's it's not really talked about a lot. And the reason I think that's a problem is because back in 2018, I was diagnosed and I was terrified. I was so scared that I was never going to be able to eat a cookie again, that I was never going to be able to eat like, you know, chicken or that I just wasn't going to have a normal life I was scared that I was gonna like shit my brains out every 10 minutes until I died you know what I mean so I just was scared and if I can alleviate that fear from someone listening today I would I would I am I I would like that very much because I wish someone was there to kind of help me through that and kind of tell be there to tell me that everything's gonna be okay because look at me and I went through the same thing and I'm okay today and to be fair I know that you see ulcerative colitis it doesn't affect everyone in the same way um and I understand that and I'm so grateful for how you know healthy and blessed that I have been um and then there's other types of um, diseases, there's Crohn's, there's um, irritable bowel disease, there's um, so many different, um, you know, digestive issues, chronic illnesses, and this is just kind of mine. And there are so many lessons in this story. Like, I feel like one of the main things I want to stress is, you know, if something's wrong with your body, you need to do something about it because I feel like a lot of what was happening to me could have been prevented. Um, and with that being said, for those of you that don't know, ulcerative colitis, straight from Google, is a chronic inflammatory bowel disease that causes inflammation in the digestive tract. UC is usually only in the innermost lining of the large intestine, the colon, and rectum. Forms range from mild to severe. Having ulcerative colitis puts a patient at increased risk of developing colon cancer. Symptoms include rectal bleeding, bloody diarrhea, abdominal cramps, and pain. Treatments include medications and surgery. So that was straight from Google and the way UC was explained to me from my doctor when I asked her like why did I get this? Like what did I do, you know, to like, you know, make this occur to my body? Like if you use a knife and you're chopping your onion and you get a cut, like okay, that's why you that's why your fingers bleeding. 
or if you are throwing up everywhere because you ate raw chicken like while you ate raw chicken like that's why you're throwing up everywhere like for me I just wanted answers because I was like what did I do to make this happen to my body and it was just kind of sad because she's like yeah we don't really know like it just happens like no one in my family has anything like you see like no digestive issues no autoimmune diseases and it sucked but like it is what it is um so I guess I'm just gonna say this like in the chronology that it happened um and so I was basically like November of my senior year of high school which was my sophomore year of like community college um I noticed that every time I took a shit there was blood and just by the way like this is gonna be very explicit like I'm just gonna say everything how it is um I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything because that's not helpful for anyone I want to be real 100% with how everything happened because it is just not like helpful if I gloss over anything like this is real this is what happens to millions of people across the world across the U.S. like you know what I mean like there's no benefit in glossing and making everything pretty like no some things in life aren't pretty and this is one of them. So every time I took a shit, there was blood. And I was like, what? Like, I I remember the first time I was like, girl, what is going on? And I low-key freaked out. I was like, what? But in my head, I was like, okay, well, nothing hurts. You know, if you, usually if you see blood, like, something would hurt if something was wrong. And, you know, I was, you know, my body's not telling me something's wrong because I'm, I'm not in pain, right? So that was just kind of my mindset at the time. I was 18 also, by the way, y'all. I was stupid. But for context... <laughs> The reason I wanted to keep quiet and not really say anything to my mom was because that was during November, you know, family, like holiday time. Um, and in December, we were going to go on vacation to Europe. And um, I'm very fortunate that my family likes to travel and my mom takes us on really nice trips. And I was so excited. We were going to go to Switzerland, Luxembourg, Amsterdam, Belgium, Liechtenstein, a little bit of France. Like, I had never been to most of these countries in my life. So, I was so excited. I was like, yes. Like, we had already picked out our coats. Like, we had our outfits ready. Our our tickets were paid for. The hotels were paid for. Like, we were ready. You know what I mean? And I was 18. I was like, are you kidding me? Hell yeah. Like, my birthday's January 1st, by the way. So, I was going to spend my birthday in Luxembourg. Are you serious? So, I was so excited. And I did not want to tell my mom that I had, you know, blood in my shit. Because I was like, this girl's going to freak out and she's not going to let me go. So I didn't say anything. I wanted to go on this trip and spoiler, I did. It was fabulous. It, like literally the best vacation we ever went on. Like I absolutely loved it. But that's besides the point. I told myself I would keep quiet until we got back. So, you know, the holidays passed. December, Janu the beginning of January. Spent my birthday happy. It was so fun. Um, and then we come back in January and I had been okay I was like okay like we're back like it's time to tell her like girl my mom is scary <laughs> you know what I mean so I was just gonna tell her like okay I, I think something's you know probably wrong because I'm not stupid like blood coming out of my ass is not a good thing like yeah I wasn't in pain but like something was definitely wrong but because there was no pain I was in my head it was non-urgent but unfortunately when we came back in January like right when I was ready to tell my mom my grandma died and that's my mom's mom. So she was absolutely devastated. Like, the whole family was, like, I can't even imagine if my mom were to die. And that's basically what she was going through. 
and so the entire family comes together for my grandma's funeral and my mom is just super super stressed and the way my grandma died was so aggressive like it wasn't like she was old and like you know died in her sleep or anything like obviously rest in peace oh my god just talking about this is really crazy but my grandma died because she was crossing the street and she didn't see a car coming and she got hit by a car and it was very aggressive she had to go to the icu and she did not make it um i said the icu i don't really know she had to go like they were like trying to save her but it, it, it just she it, like on impact you know so right after a lot of family issues like followed because we were just trying to figure out what was going on at that time that she was walking the street by herself because she you know she was she no she never did that like my sister would always take her to the grocery store we would always visit her stuff like that so that was just unusual and we realized that there was a lot of like hidden things that she just wasn't telling us about so um obviously i'm not gonna say everything because it's not relevant to my uc story but yeah a lot of family issues arose from that and so my mom just kept getting more and more stressed and then on top of it right after my grandma died my aunt underwent a divorce and she had to stay with us and so like it was honestly a series of unfortunate events like january to march was just really hard on everyone and the entire situation was rocky because we had to help my aunt get a divorce um and my mom was really just taking the burden of everything. Like she had to take care of my aunt and because my aunt was not exactly fit to take care of herself for several reasons. And so there was the issue of the house that my aunt and her ex-husband had. And so it was just really rocky. And I'm over here not in pain. So in my head, I'm thinking it's not non-urgent. So I didn't want to say anything. And looking back on it, obviously I would do things differently. But I didn't want to say anything, and so I kept quiet, and I thought that was the right thing to do for a little bit longer, but a small part of me also just didn't want to deal with it. Like, at that time, I was 18, and so I had to make my own doctor's appointments. I had to drive myself to the doctor. I had to deal with calling people and taking care of appointments and checking my insurance and blah, 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 and, like, I didn't want to. Like, at the time, I had a boyfriend, which was stupid, that I, like, wanted to spend all my time with him, obviously, like, you know, when you're, like, 18 and you have a boyfriend and, like, that's what I wanted to do, and I also had a job, so, like, I didn't have all the free time in the world, and so, and I had friends, like, it was my senior year, you know what I mean? So, like, I didn't want to deal with this, really, because it's just so annoying, like, having to go here and there just to, like, get a checkup, and you know what I mean? And on top of it, like, my family was just not okay, so... Honestly, time just kept going by and again, there was no pain. So in my head, there's not a lot of harm, you know, that was my very, very flawed logic. And then finally, um, midterms passed, um, for spring semester. Um, and one day I just was like, girl, it is time to take care of this. And I told my mom, I was like, girl, every time I take a shit, there's blood. I don't really know what's going on. I'm not in pain though. And she freaked out. I knew she was going to freak out. And, like, that's just what I wanted to avoid. Like, she did. And um, she talked to my uncle, who's a doctor, her brother. Um, and so he calmed her down. And he said I probably had a hemorrhoid or something like that. Like, or hemorrhage. I don't know. Um, I don't even know what that is. Like, hold on. Let me Google that. Okay. I can see how he maybe thought I had that. Swollen Hemorrhoids are in swollen and inflamed veins in the rectum and anus that cause discomfort and bleeding. And so, obviously, like, I was bleeding, so that kind of made sense, right? 
Um, so yeah, she was just like more relaxed once he said that. And so we were like, okay, let's just get this settled. And by that, it means Pamela, grow the fuck up, put on some pants and go to the doctor. Um, so then from like that period of like midterms to finals, I literally just had to undergo the a huge bureaucracy of trying to go between my primary care and my GI doctor and calling different offices to see who could accept my insurance and making appointments and like doing this and doing that just to get like appointments and then having to do a follow-up and then having to do blood work and like you know what I mean it was like a mess like the U.S. healthcare system is a hot mess and it was horrible like it was such a pain and this is what this was why I just what I wanted to avoid like this was just ridiculous like I was 18 at the time and so I would go to I went to my primary care and they were like girl you are 18 like you are not a we are a pediatrician like we do not see you anymore and so it was just like it was a lot of mess okay like um finally I found a GI and she was going to help me um and she accepted my insurance and I was 18 but they see patients up to 21 um and so I started talking with her Um, and she wanted to do some blood work, and so I got that done, and then she went on vacation for, like, a month, like, I am not joking, like, getting, she was an amazing doctor, like, oh, she retired now, but she was an amazing doctor, but literally, she would go on vacation for, like, a month, and then I wouldn't be able to schedule a meeting with her for another month, it was crazy, like, this, it like, I swear, so, anyways, during that month, I also went on vacation to Colorado, Um, so I just went to go with my uncle and like, um, to his house and I stayed there and literally that's when it all went downhill. Not because of like Colorado or that, but like that was like the, I guess the climax, I guess the beginning of the climax or something because in May, um, I had just finished staying at my uncle's house. So I was flying back to South Florida. I was in the airport and I got hungry. So I went to Chick-fil-A gross. I know I don't eat there like that, but at the time I did. And so I went to Chick-fil-A. And I got a sandwich and some fries and my unsweetened iced tea. And then I got on the flight. And midway through that flight, I got a really bad stomach ache. Y'all, I farted so bad. Like, I was, like, up at, like, yo, it was so bad. These poor passengers. I was in the middle seat, too. Like, rest in peace to everyone. Um, But whatever. I landed and I had diarrhea for days. And I couldn't keep anything down, like, at all. And um, in my head, I realized that oh, I should probably go to the doctor, like, this is not good, but I didn't put two and two together, like, I didn't think they were related at all, because I had eaten Chick-fil-A, so in my head, I thought I had gotten food poisoning, so what did my Colombian mom do? Bruh, she took me to Hialeah. (laughs) Now, for those of you that don't know, Hialeah is literally, like, little Cuba, and, like, all Hispanic people go there, and at that time, oh, this is an important part, my insurance had just ended, and I, like, let it expire by accident, I didn't realize, like, insurances did that. Like, I was 18, y'all. I was stupid. But, yeah, it had just expired. And so, I hadn't renewed it in time. um, So, there wouldn't be a break in between. So, at this point, I didn't have insurance. Because my insurance had just expired. So, we went to Hialeah. Because, if you know, you know. Like, if you don't have insurance, you go to Hialeah. And, but anyways, I went to Hialeah. Um because I didn't have insurance and so we pull up to this pharmacy and like the Cuban doctor tells me I tell him what I have and then he tells me okay take these pills and so I took the pills and honestly like I don't even know what they were um but yeah he was like a doctor and it felt all right for two days but then I was like constipated 
and I was like, I don't think this is normal because I just went from shitting um, for a long time and now I don't shit at all. So I was like, yeah, I don't really think I'm okay. And then after those two days, I shit myself all the time. Wait, okay, no, that came out wrong. Do not get scared. Like I would eat something and then I was like, yep, gotta go to the bathroom. Like I couldn't hold anything down basically. Like I just like, I would shit like three times a day and like I was waiting for my insurance to start so I can go to the, like, my primary care, my new primary care, because I also couldn't go to my pediatrician anymore, but again, I wasn't in pain, so, like, I didn't even put two to two together, I just thought I had, like, a severe food poisoning or something, like, I was just, like, I was just, like, I didn't know what was going on, okay, I was a child, but anyways, then one day, I'm never gonna forget, um, I was eating a snack at night and then whatever I I went to sleep and the next day I woke up and I literally like I felt horrible like my head hurt like I was cold I went straight to the toilet and I threw up everything from the night before like I I still remember I was eating chips and salsa it was so bad and like it was it was oh my god it was horrible And then usually after you throw up, you feel a little bit better, but I didn't. Like, my stomach was hurting so bad. And I don't think I can explain this to someone that doesn't also have, like, UC or maybe Crohn's or something like that. Because up until that point, my stomach had never felt that way. Like, I would never get a stomach ache the way I get stomach aches now. It is just, it feels like nodding in your stomach. I, I think the best way to describe it is... The way girls get period pains when we're on our period, like the cramps, that, but a lot stronger and in my stomach, like higher, not around like my ovaries or whatever. So at that point, I was like, shoot, something's wrong. So I decided that I needed to start calling my insurance because I knew my my insurance didn't start yet, but I needed to have an appointment lined up for when it did activate. And it was, at this point, it was only a few days away from activating. So I was like, I just need to make sure I get an appointment. But unfortunately, the soonest appointment I could get was literally like a week or two with the primary care. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, I couldn't, I was like imagining how I could wait, but like, whatever. That day was horrible. I did not eat anything except for Gatorade. Literally, like I was just drinking Gatorade and water and I couldn't get out of bed. And I'm not like that type of person like I just I don't if it you know what I mean like I don't think I'm weak you know what I'm saying like it hurt horribly like I just couldn't get out of bed and that night I couldn't sleep at all I was curled up in a ball because of how much pain I was in like I couldn't fall asleep because my my brain could not like turn off its consciousness because it was like alerting my body hello like there's something going on in our stomach like do not fall asleep you need to take care of that I was exhausted when I like, you know, the following morning and it was just bad. And I was like, I need to go to the emergency room. Like something is really wrong. And I think, I don't know if it's a Hispanic thing, but we just don't take sick days. Like I never missed a day in school because I was sick or like I had a cold or whatever. Like I, that was just not allowed in my household. Like unless you 
cannot physically walk like unless like one of your legs is broken you are going to school you know what I mean and even on my period obviously I was 18 so I had my period by that time but like even on my period like we don't take mitol we do not take Tylenol we don't take aspirin like the only time we take medicine is maybe if we have like the flu we'll take Dayquil and NyQuil but for real we did we were not like medicine people like my Colombian mom we like roughed it out we toughed it out and like you know that was supposed to give us an Im- a good immune system. And, like, to this day, my mom does not get sick. And my sister's pretty good at that as well, kind of. But, yeah, I just knew in this moment that, like, I'm not being weak. I'm not, like, you know, blowing things out of proportion. I genuinely feel so much pain. I could not sleep. Like, I need to go to the ER. But, like I said, my insurance had not activated and yeah I was in so much pain but I was not gonna do that to my mom like no like we had no like I was gonna wait because an ER trip without insurance was just not worth it mind you I didn't know what I had either so like I I in my head I was just like let's just wait two more days honestly I just told myself that I just needed to hold on a little bit longer like I just couldn't do that you know what I mean and it was I just remember being in so much pain like the day dragged like the days honestly dragged on so bad because I just wanted everything to like end like I wanted the pain to be over with um and then at that point like there came a point where I literally couldn't even drink Gatorade and it was horrible and I think you know there's this quote that's like God is never gonna give you any more than you can handle and the day my insurance finally activated was like my breaking point like I like first thing in the morning soon as it was activated like we went to the ER my mom and I she drove which by the way like I cannot imagine driving like and at like I was going through a flare-up I didn't know it at the time but I was and like I couldn't I can't imagine driving during that like it was painful to even walk just a few steps like I just couldn't do it um but whatever we go to the ER and it was painful, humiliate, humiliating as fuck, and degrading, and just sad. Like, bitch, I felt so pathetic. Like, I was just in that little bed in the ER, and it was just, like, it, I felt horrible. Like, there's this girl, like, n- in the room over, and she's, like, I could hear her hyperventilating, and she's, like, going through her own thing, and, like, I'm just curled up in this bed. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's another underlying message to this, um episode I think like you really can't tell who has a disability sometimes like yeah like I might not have a you know an impairment that you can visually see like I'm, I don't have a walking stick um that's an obvious one or like I don't know like a dog to a guide dog so you know what I mean but like there's things that people go through that you just can't see so you can just never judge I think like when people go into the handicapped bathroom don't judge like some people that have you see go to the handicap bathroom because they need it because they have a j bag you know what i mean and so that's a whole other tangent but anyways um i just felt like dumb like i don't know i just felt like really weak like this girl next door to me is like having a panic attack like i don't know what she's going through like but she can't breathe that's why she's in the er and i'm over here like because i have a stomach ache but i promise you it was so so painful and the doctor stuck his finger in my ass hole saw the blood and so he gave me some pills and said okay you probably have this just take these for a couple days bro 
I came back the next day. I wasn't, they didn't do shit. Like, I was in so much pain. And, like, to be, I don't know what, I, I feel like doctors, you know, they go to med school. So, like, I'm, I know they know what they're doing, probably. So, like, n- no offense to him, but, like, yo, like, I need help. Like, for real. And so, I came back the next day. And they gave me a CAT scan. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. They, like, scanned my stomach. And then they were like, oh, shoot, something's actually wrong. And I was like, yeah, no kidding. So, Finally, I was admitted, and from the point that I was admitted until um, a c- several days, honestly, um, it just became a game of trying to figure out what I had. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't know what I had. Like, no one knew what I had. Like, to, up to this point, I just had intense stomach pains, and these were my symptoms. You know what I mean? So they couldn't give me anything to help because. They didn't know what I had, so, like, they couldn't give me, like, you know, a a medicine. Um, So, instead, they gave me morphine um, to help with the pain because it really was that bad. And, mind you, at this point, I hadn't eaten anything in days. Like, prior to even having pain, I was, like, shitting everything. Like, I had diarrhea every time I ate something. So, I wasn't holding anything down. And then... The days of the pain, I was trying to drink Gatorade and then even then, like I at some point I had to stop because I wasn't even holding that down. And um so immediately they gave me fluids. Um and then they gave me laxatives and I had to shit my brains out again for an entire twenty-four hours so that they can do like a colonoscopy, which is basically sticking a camera up my ass so that they could see into my colon to see what was going on in there. Y'all, this was so degrading. I shit in a cup and gave it to the... I handed a, a like a little plate cup bowl of my shit to my nurse for her to take to testing. Like, it was, it was a time. And then I also shit my pants because on laxatives, I had to run to the from my little hospital bed to like the bathroom but I also had an IV stuck up my you know my arm so I had to like carry the like roll the IV with me and then it got tangled and I couldn't hold it so I shit my pants um and it was horrible it was honestly so embarrassing and just like rough the first few days like at one point I just didn't even care anymore I was just like you know what these are professionals they see me, they're seeing me at my lowest point, you know what I mean, like, they're not being judgmental, like, I genuinely have something wrong with me, and, like, they're just trying to help me, and I just remember praying so much, because I was like, what the, like, what is going on, like, like, I was just praying that they could figure out what was wrong with me, so that I can get help, because, again, I was not eating anything, I didn't even feel hunger anymore, and I just wanted to be okay the morphine helped a little but it was still really bad and then I was like shitting because of the laxatives so anyway and I couldn't sleep oh my god it it, hospital beds are like the worst because the nurse comes every four hours to make sure I'm alive and like check my vitals which is like I'm sure they do that because for a purpose like maybe someday like some someone died when they didn't check vitals so like I guess that's why they do it for patients now but y'all I was like sleep deprived I was like there was it was a time honestly but anyways finally I had to go to my colonoscopy they stuck the camera in there and thank 
god they gave me anesthesia y'all i have been under anesthesia twice in my life and both times were phenomenal literally the best sleep i've ever gotten in my life mind you i had been sleep deprived during before this colonoscopy so it was amazing and it, i was so upset when they woke me up like i wish they would have just let me stay under like and you know until i naturally woke up like i don't know i guess the anesthesia wears off i'm not an anesthesiologist i don't know how it works but that would have been nice but whatever finally though after all of that i had finally been diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and the issue with my stomach and like my pain or i guess my colon whatever um is that one of the ulcers in my colon had gotten infected and that's why i was under so much pain um so what they did is they gave me medicine i don't know what they gave me like antibiotics or something to fight the like the infection yeah um so that i could get better and a total of all of that, like, just being in the hospital, I think I was admitted for, like, I think it was, like, nine or, like, 11 days, something like that, and, um, they kept me there, um, to stabilize me and just, like, make sure the infection went away, and then they transitioned me into, like, foods, like, they gave me milk and, like, applesauce, oh my god, I don't even drink milk, like, if you... I have a YouTube channel. Go follow it if you want. It's literally just my name, Pam Acosta. I did a what I eat in a day. Like I drink almond milk. Like I and even even then in 2018 I drank almond milk. Like, but when I saw that cow milk, yo, I have never drank. Like I chugged it. It was delish. It was creamy and fat and just so delicious. It was amazing. And the applesauce, girl. Let me tell you. Oh my god. I just remember feeling so happy. And then the hospital came back with some salmon like a couple days later when the doctor said I was allowed to have solid food again. And it was just amazing. Um, and one of the first things that I did when I got out was I weighed myself. And um, I had lost like 15 pounds. That's crazy. So after that, you know, I went home. I was obviously very weak. I remember when um, I got out of the hospital, my mom wanted to go to Publix and to get me like girl my mom freak my mom was obviously freaking out it was so hard on her um seeing me that way I had a sister um and I barely remember her honestly but that was my mom's first daughter and she had died of cancer and so like me being again being hospitalized and them trying to figure out what was wrong with me really triggered her because the last time she was in a hospital with her daughter like that and her daughter died so it was really hard on her and so we got out of the hospital and she was like i'm gonna do everything i can to take care of you and y'all my mama don't cook she does not cook we are a family that just we eat out i cook for my family my sister cooks now but at the time in high school like i was the main like cook like i would cook um or we would eat out like you know panera or something like that but yeah my mom does not do that and she bought me like she wanted to basically go to Publix so that we can buy like foods that were like you know like good for my stomach like light on my stomach basically like this girl bought so many papayas like that's such a hispanic thing that like papaya is like really good for your stomach and it like heals you so yeah i remember going to Publix and like just walking from the parking lot to inside Publix was so hard like i was out of breath it like just remember i had been in, in a hospital bed for like two weeks like minimal minimally walking like i was in a wheelchair everywhere up until like they, i was in a wheelchair up until they discharged me and my mom pulled up and picked me up from outside the hospital you know what i mean so yeah it was it was like that and 
honestly at that point after I was just trying to readjust to everything and taking my new medication so I had gone from having no pills to having to take about eight in a day and um, I remember there was these two pills that I had to take every eight hours so I couldn't get more than eight hours of sleep because I had to take one at 12 a.m. and then I had to take the next take it again the next time at 8 a.m. and I remember asking my doctor like hey like, can I take it, like, 9 or 10? And he's like, no, like, we need, we're we taking this very seriously. Take it at 8 a.m. And I was like, oh, shoot, okay. Sounds sounds legit, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to argue. And so that's what I did. Like, I took it at 12 a.m. and then again at 8 a.m. So that meant I couldn't have more than 8 hours of sleep. 12, 1, 2, Yeah, I couldn't have more than 8 hours of sleep. And I guess it's all you need scientifically. But, yo, I was recovering. I, was, I just wanted to sleep more. And the reason I couldn't go back to sleep, like, oh, why not just take the pill and then go back to bed? The reason I couldn't do that is because I had to take another pill along with that those pills. And this other pill was so strong, it literally just, it gave me nightmares if I tried to go back to bed. Like, these nightmares were so vivid and, like, deep. Like, I, normally I can try to wake myself up, but I couldn't. It was, like, that deep slumber that would, like, drag me down. And it just wasn't worth it. Like, I would have rather, like, I was, I would wake up and after, like, trying that, trying to go back to sleep, like, two or three times, I was like, yeah, those nightmares aren't worth it. Like, I would wake up, like, sweaty and scared. It was just not worth it. And then along with that, you know, I was just, I was, so I was taking my medication and then, um, obviously I couldn't eat out anymore while my stomach settled. You know, socially that sucked because I wanted to see my friends and that was just, you know, hard. And and with that, I was shitting like three times a day, which was also kind of, you know, you know, sad and new and just like annoying. Um, there was no pain, but I was just like, dang, like this sucks. <laughs> like it wasn't that bad. There was no pain, but it was just like, I remember I would have to get up from the middle of eating breakfast because I had to go take a shit, you know? that sucks let me eat my breakfast I came back and my eggs were cold like you know what I mean there's just things that just weren't pretty and that were just annoying and I didn't want to deal with it but I had to and you know slowly I eased into my remission and I had to change my lifestyle um now I eat like whole foods mostly and by whole foods like I'll eat a fried chicken you know what I'm saying but I'm not gonna pull up to McDonald's and eat a fake chicken or well sometimes if I'm drunk, <laughs> that's for another story. But like, I would rather go to Bahama Breeze or Applebee's or Relish or Five Guys even, um, and buy a burger than go to Burger King and get a burger from there. Cause I do not know what that is. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't want to eat like a fake burger or I guess it's real meat. I don't even know what type of meat it is, but that's what I'm trying to say by whole foods. You know, I'm not eating a salad every day, obviously, but Basically, I just wanted, like, I've incorporated foods into my diet um, right after I got diagnosed just to see what I could eat and what I couldn't. Because my doctor, I asked her, I was like, what can I eat? And she's like, honestly, it's just trial and error. And so I remember one of the things that surprised me that I couldn't eat was green beans. I went to this very healthy restaurant, like, a couple months after, um, like, my remission. Um, And it was, like, one of the very first restaurants I was trying again. I remember the first restaurant I went out to eat at was panera bread and i got a tuna salad it was delicious but anyways i got green beans at um i think i forgot the name of the restaurant it's kind of like veil if you have that where you're from 
but it's like a whole food healthy type of restaurant and I got green beans and my stomach hurt for three whole days like it really took me back I was scared it really took me back because now I'm familiar with this pain I know that this means I can my body cannot digest this food and so I know not to eat that again but that was the first time it happened and I was like dang like am I gonna have to go back to the ER like what's going on but yeah it just means that I can't eat this food so I don't eat green beans I don't eat beans in general because I don't want to experiment with them I've not heard good things with people with UC and beans so I'm just not even gonna go delve into that territory it is not worth it they are not that good so no And then I remember during quarantine summer, I had Cheetos for the first time in like years. Like, cause I don't, I'm not, I don't even eat like fast food. Like I'll have like, which I like Cape Cods. I like Skinny Pop. I like, you know, Tostitos, but like Cheetos, Doritos, Fritos. I don't really eat that. But anyways, my mom had bought Cheetos and I was like, girl, let me get some. So yeah, I had, um, got Cheetos and my stomach literally hurt for a whole week a whole week and I I knew because right after I ate the Cheetos my stomach hurt and now I just me and my stomach we we just have a really good communication system if this girl doesn't like something she lets me know immediately and I'm like all right heard never again so I do not eat Cheetos Things like iced coffee, okay, they irritate my stomach, but whose stomach don't they irritate? You know what I mean? Like, everyone has to go to the bathroom after drinking coffee, and I'm not exempt from that rule, and I just take my very long morning shit, and it is what it is. I love my coffee, and, you know, that's not something that I need to take out of my life completely, and thankfully, I'm so happy I'm not lactose intolerant, so a lot of people with UC have, like, a dairy intolerance. I'm thankful that I don't, so I can still eat cheese and stuff like that. And I think one of the main things for me was that I was scared that I wouldn't be able to have the opportunity or I guess the choice to eat fried chickens um, and egg rolls and pasta and, you know, alcohol. And like, I was scared that I wouldn't be able to do those things. And I do. Obviously, I eat in moderation because I'm not trying to, you know, gain a bunch of weight because like I want to have a healthy lifestyle and that's why I like working out. And like, I don't eat fries and pasta three times a day, not because I... I can't, but because I don't want to. And that differentiation was a huge thing for me that was, I was scared, um, going into remission because like, I just want to be able to have the option to do something. You know what I mean? I didn't want this illness to take things from me, you know, like I didn't want it to prevent me from being able to order a burger if I wanted to. I'm not going to order. I don't eat burgers every day. I eat a burger every week, every other week. You know what I mean? Like it's like once a week type thing. Um, and I don't get fried chicken. I can't even remember the last time I had fried chicken. That was like weeks ago. Um, what else? Like Chinese food. When did I have that? Again, weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Like these aren't things that I eat every day, but every now and then if I want to eat it, like it's good food. That's, that is tasty, you know? And so I was just scared that like, you know, eating is such a social thing. Like, hey, guys, let's go out to eat. Like, we just went to the beach. Let's go to this restaurant. You know what I mean? Um, And so I just, it's a huge part of being social. And it's a huge part of culture as well. Like I said, my family travels. And girl, we go to town when we do. Like, we eat. And I love food. Like, I really do. Like, I don't eat because I need the calories, because I need the nutrients. No, I eat because I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? And so that was just one of the things that I was scared of 
like with my UC I was just like dang like am I really gonna have to eat a salad every day now I know that that's really not the case um thankfully I you know eat healthy I eat what I what feels good and I'm also down to two pills a day they're immunosuppressants so like my immune system doesn't go crazy um and you know I'll have days where my stomach really really hurts and one time it was so bad like my stomach hurt for like two weeks and I was like yes like something is actually wrong again and I'm going into a flare because mind you I've been in remission for like three years and my GI said that like you know people go like flare up every two years every five years it kind of depends so I was like I'm waiting for the ball to drop. Knock on wood. God bless me. Obviously, I'm thankful for being so healthy and like for every all the health. Like, oh my God, your body's health is something that I feel like people take for granted. Like, it's so nice to be able to just breathe through your nose, for example, and then you get sick and you realize, dang, like I really took that for granted. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just so thankful for my health literally every day. And I wanted to make this episode because when I got my UC, I went to youtube.com because that was popping and I was like, what do people with UC, what can they eat? What's their life like? Are they okay? Like, can they, you know, I just want to make sure that I would be able to have a normal life. And y'all, let me tell you, it freaked me out. Like, I'll never forget these two people that I found on YouTube. So this one girl on YouTube she was talking about how she was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and how she had to get her colon removed um, because she didn't believe in like modern medicine or something like that. I don't really know, but she she was just like against like taking pills. Um, I disagree with that. I am living good. I'm going to keep taking my pills. But she said that one of the things that you can do to not have ulcerative colitis is to get rid of your colon. And so she got you know, she was undergoing the procedure to get rid of her colon and it is just very difficult. And so it's like multiple surgeries and in between the surgeries, you have to wear a J bag. So look up what a J bag is real quick. That stays on you 24 seven. Like that doesn't just come off like, mm, like I'll just take it out. No. And then you have to empty it out. Cause that's where your shit goes. You know what I mean? Like that's where your digested food goes. And it was really scary, um, like, going to the beach, like, I, I want to wear a bikini, like, I want to, you know, feel good and confident in my body, and I was scared that, I was, like, 18, I was scared that if I had a J-bag, like, I wouldn't be pretty, and that's not the case, and there are so many amazing people on Instagram that I look up to that have J-bags and go to the gym, and they go to the beach, and they have a good, beautiful life, but like I said, I was scared. I was 18. And honestly, I can still, that may still need to happen. Like when I read you the definition of ulcerative colitis, I'm at a really increased risk of getting colon cancer when I'm older. And that's a really big possibility that I might need to take my colon out and I'll have to wear a J bag. And, you know, that's something that I'll have to deal with. But, you know, in my 18 year old brain, I thought that, oh my god, I have UC, I'm gonna have to get surgery now to take out my colon. So that was one girl that I saw on YouTube, and then this other guy that I saw on YouTube had ulcerative colitis, and he was more closer to my age, which made me feel better, but he had to eat smoothies for an entire year because he couldn't 
process any solid food. And that also scared me. So just seeing those two stories on YouTube really scared me because I there like from what I saw there just wasn't a lot of people that had UC and were like on Instagram that were on social media like that. Now there's so many on Instagram and and TikTok that like you know digestive issues are almost like a joke where it's like it, like I don't know just like people that I follow on Twitter. Sorry people that I follow on Twitter and it's just like I'm just happy with the I guess exposure that it's gotten and like I'll make all my friends know that I have UC it's not like I hide it but I definitely just wanted to put it on this platform and on my YouTube because I just feel like it's important to talk about um just because like I definitely didn't know what UC was until I got it so if you can know what you see what the your the symptoms are like if my story somehow aligns with something you're going through definitely go to the doctor you can save yourself a trip to the er like i could have saved myself that trip and that pain before my ulcer got infected the reason i was bleeding was because it was um like i had an ulcer that was irritated and an infection was growing the pain was the infection and every day that i wasn't taking care of it like the infection was growing and that's why i kept getting more painful and painful So just like take care of your body and if something's wrong, don't ignore it, Um, which is something that I really take to heart nowadays. Like I really, really do. I do not mess with my health because it is, I'm so, so thankful for my body. Like literally my body is my temple. Like I'm so grateful for the ability to walk, to go to the gym, to be able to run, to be, you know what I mean? Like I'm just so thankful for it. And, you know, for people out there like that have been recently diagnosed with uc or crohn's or ibs or anything like that just know that everything's gonna be okay absolutely feel free to reach out to me on my instagram which is at p-a-m-a-c-o-s-t-a-a-a pam acosta um on instagram like dm me i don't mind talking to you i've been there i know what it's like i know it's scary but honestly like we we grow through what we go through. That's literally one of my close friends, Thalia, says that all the time. We grow through what we go through. And it's so true. Like, sorry. um, Sorry. But yes, yeah, speaking of friends, they're hitting me up right now. But yeah, um, feel free to reach out. It does get better. Like, I know that I also want to say that, like, I feel like I learned a lot through getting UC. I feel like I'm deaf. Like my, like I said, my my stomach and my brain were like besties now. Like we really communicate one on one daily. Another thing that I wanted to say was just because you don't see someone's disability or, um, like straight off the bat, like it's not visible, doesn't mean that they don't have one. Don't judge people. Like I know being a flake sucks, but there are days where I just I'm just like, girl, I I can't keep going my stomach hurts you know what I mean and and honestly I have really great friends (laughs) like no one has really like um, you know shamed me or anything like that um so like I'm happy for that obviously like I didn't have it through high school which I feel like could be harder um but yeah like I think that everyone's experiences are completely valid and um our emotions that come along with that too Um, like, yeah, I don't, like, I, it's a chronic illness, it really is, like, I, I live with it every day, and I don't know, sometimes I still, like, feel like I have to 
validate it somehow i don't know that's just my own insecurities of feeling like like me having to say like this is real i i'm in pain you can't see me bleeding but i do feel pain you know what i mean um so you know there's there's that part of it and i just want to encourage other people because i do have to encourage myself that like just because others don't understand doesn't mean that like you're not experiencing something if that makes any sense like i don't know one time my mom like my mom that girl is just a story like we were in this coffee shop and she was just like get a coffee and i was like i want water and my mom has always not understood like i'll literally go to a restaurant and order water not because i don't want to pay but because i just genuinely want water like i am a thirsty girl like i don't want juice juice just makes me thirsty lemonade just makes me thirsty like you know sometimes i'll get a lemonade sometimes i'll get an unsweetened iced tea but most of the time i'll get water and she was just like being so annoying she was like order water i mean she's like she was telling me not to order water she's like get coffee this is a coffee shop we were in um oh we were in costa rica and we were visiting this really it was a beautiful i think i think it's teatro de colon i think that's what it's called that might have been the argentinian one actually anyways we were just in we were in an amphitheater and um there was a coffee shop attached and she was bullying me trying to get me to drink some coffee and i was like if you make me drink this coffee, I'm going to need to be escorted to the nearest restroom and I'm going to take my time in there because I'm going to be shitting in there. Like, stop trying to make me drink iced coffee in the middle of the day. Like, no. Like, I, I'll really have to put my foot down because Hispanic people just don't get it. Like, one time I remember I was at a family member's house and they served steak. And not only do I not like steak, but that's hard to digest. And it's just not worth the problem it gives my stomach. And... In Hispanic families, if you don't eat the food, you're rude. And it's just like, I'm not rude, bro. I can't eat that. Don't, like, don't come for me. I'm not eating that. Like, stop. And I, or like, I went to my um, boyfriend's house one time um, with his family and they had congri. And congri is rice and beans, but the beans are already mixed in. And I politely declined. I was like, I'm sorry. I have colitis. Like, I can't eat it. Try to, try to explain colitis in broken Spanish. Like, I'm not saying my Spanish is bad. But, like, how colitis? Colitis ulcerativo? Like, you know? And so they were looking at me like, oh, you don't eat beans? Like, why don't you eat beans? Like, you're so picky. You know what I mean? I didn't feel like that completely. But Loki, they looked at me sideways. And I was just like, no. Like, I'm putting my foot down because I don't care how I'm per- perceived. Like, it is not worth the stomach ache it is going to give me. So, yeah. I think establishing boundaries with that is also a good thing. Like, I don't know. I've come a long way. But, yeah. I just had to share that, honestly. Like, because I really have been in some situations where... My colitis, I was like, girl, like, it is just not worth it. I'm gonna need you to take a chill pill. And if I don't eat this rice and beans, we're gonna be okay, I promise you. But yeah, um, I just wanna thank everyone so much for listening. Even if you don't have any digestive issues, just making yourself aware, I think, is really great. And I appreciate that so much. And I'm sure you have friends that you don't even know have digestive issues um, or chronic illnesses and things like that. Um, so I am just, you know, beyond happy that you listen to this. And, um, like I said, if you do want to talk about anything, feel free to DM me on my personal Instagram or I let, you know, work in progress on Instagram. I will definitely respond to you. I, I've been there. Do not worry. Um, but with that being said, thank you so much. Don't forget to also follow at Latino Work in Progress on Instagram and on whatever platform you're listening on. You can be updated on my next episode because I am now consistently posting on Tuesdays. I'm very happy about that. Honestly, that was like a summer goal for me. So yeah, on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, all of that on Anchor, 
Um, feel free to follow and then you'll be updated when I do post a new episode. So thank you so much, y'all. And I will talk more with you next time. Oh, my God.